It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Weigh In Sports Talk. I'm your host, Brian Tarvin. Happy New Year, the first show of 2017. want to welcome everybody. Man, we've been going at this for five years. So, five years, Weigh In Sports Talk. I want to thank everyone. I think it'll be in February. It'll be five years. So, we've been at it a long time. show's been growing a lot. That's what happens over five years, but I... I think we deliver a good quality product to people. We may not always be the most politically correct there, but we we tell the truth. We tell it like it is, and we're right most of the time. You know, we're we're wrong on occasion, but when it comes to when it really matters, if you look at our record here on We in Sports Talk, we're we're right on there. So, welcome, happy New Year, everybody. 2017 is here. Jonathan will be co-hosting tonight. Jonathan, press one when you're ready to rock and roll. I believe that you hit the queue now. So just when you're ready, press number one. We're going to be going over tonight kind of some issues. You know, 2016 has been a, a corrupt year in politics with the media. And I think also in football as well. And you looked at, you know, you saw – Donald Trump won the presidency. He was told he didn't have a shot. It was all Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. That's how I felt Ohio State was being portrayed in the media as well. Ohio State, just one of those teams that, and you can, Jonathan will be on here to back me up. I, I asked Jonathan, why is Ohio State a given in the playoff? What have they done to deserve a playoff seed? And then, and then also, why were they favored over Clemson? I looked through all of it. 31 to nothing, I think answers all my questions, right? I mean, they didn't deserve to be in the playoff, number one. Number two, Clemson's a far superior team. And number three, the media, they're responsible for getting Ohio State into that playoff with a chance to play Alabama for the championships, what they wanted. But lo and behold, we have a rematch. Clemson, Alabama next Monday night for all the marbles. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, hey, Bubba. Um yeah, Ohio State had no, no, no earthly business being there. Uh, that was a pathetic performance. Uh, oddly enough, it reminds me of that time that Urban Meyer um, coached against Ohio State in a national championship game. <laughs> I mean, it was it was that level of bad. Clemson just dominated from start to finish. I, uh, boy. If you're Ohio State, I don't know where you go from here. Uh, you're going to lose your quarterback. Uh, it, you're going to lose a good number of te- – people are like, well, this is a young team. It's like, well, the best players, though, are probably going to enter the draft. So, yeah, your quarterback. And, hey, yeah, I mean, yeah, your quarterback, I don't even know if he's that good. And we saw that last night. That was one of the crippling issues was that they couldn't stretch the field. It's something that I've been harping on. Uh, for for months was you know J T Barrett 
mean, he 2014, he was one of the best quarterbacks that season. No doubt about it. Until he broke his leg against Michigan, one of the best quarterbacks of the season. He has regressed. And I'm going to put the blame on Urban Meyer. Urban should have never benched him for Cardell. Um, and then yeah. for, for him to handicap him with his offense, we want a 60-40 run, and, you know, we don't really recruit great receivers. You know, we want great running backs. And then not utilize Mike Weber, probably your best running back. I thought Urban Meyer got out coached, and I think that that was the less talented team on the field. Um, and the Big Ten – Boy, oh, boy. Boy. They're looking good, aren't they? I, I even sent Colin Coward a tweet, and I was like, hey, you still think Urban Meyer's the best coach of all time? That's in college right now. Come on, give me a break. Give me a break. But I think you you pointed out something that I've seen as well, the regression of, of the quarterback here, J.T. Barrett, was a confidence. It was by getting kind of benched by this guy and then winning that championship. I just think it did something mentally to him. And and I just think Urban Meyer did a terrible job preparing because you and I both sit here, Quinn, Sonny, anybody out here can say, we predicted Ohio State would lose and lose big because they can't stretch the field. And it's not because Clemson's just a great team. It's because they can't throw the football down the field. Clemson's got some athletes on that field, man. They've got some NFL hosses on that team. So you put them up with a dynamic quarterback like Watson, man, it was just ugly. It could have gotten uglier, I think. I think Clemson kind of, you know, once you get to a point, you have to let up a little bit. you got to save something for next week. And I think Alabama, we'll talk about them, they did the same thing too. Alabama kind of looked like they were sleepwalking. They played a, a very good Washington defense that, that didn't quit the entire game. And, and Alabama got challenged yesterday. But when people are sitting there thinking that Clemson's all that because they beat Ohio State, I'm not ready to buy it just yet. They're, they are the second-best team in the country. But how far is that gap between one and two, Jonathan? That's what we're going to find out next Monday night. Is Alabama the best collegiate defense you've ever seen? Well, we're going to find out Monday night. Has, is the, are the SEC offenses just not that great, really, which allows Alabama to be so dominant on defense? We're going to find out because this is the best offense that Alabama will play by far to me, Clemson. And and Clemson can play defense as well. It's not that same defense from last year. But I, I just think Watson wants to go out a winner. I would love to see him go out a winner here with Clemson, but I just don't see it, Jonathan. That defense of Alabama is so good. I mean, it is, it is so hard to get five yards on them. They don't let you have anything. You have to earn it all. And I think that's what makes teams have mistakes. You look. Guess what? Alabama scored a touchdown on defense again. Uh, and once they do that, it's over. Yeah, I mean, after that pick six, it was like, well, it was a good run, boys, <laughs> but that'll, that'll do her. Um, and I, let, let me say this. For everybody who's going to come out and be stupid and say uh, that Washington had no business being on that field, they play no, that they defense. Did. That if that defense isn't left out to dry, Bama don't hit twenty points. Think about it. You take what that pick six is seventeen seven. If they recover that fumble, it's and you're talking a seventeen fourteen game. Easy, easy. Our Washington deserves to be on well. that field. 
They belong on that field. Washington shouldn't have been the fourth seed is what I'm trying to see. Okay. I mean, what would have happened last night? You know, what it should have been, honestly, if Ohio State was to get in the playoffs, uh, four seed versus one, Bama versus Ohio State, God, that would have been ugly, man. And then you put Clemson and Washington. I think Clemson and Washington would have been one of those all-time playoff great games. That's how good of a game that would have been last night. If you'd have had Washington, because that defense of Washington, I mean, I'm sorry. I know we've heard they're undersized, how little they are. But, man, they, they play with a lot of passion, a lot of fire, a lot of grit. They don't quit. But I think a lot of that had to do, too, with Lane Kiffin's play calling, how bad it was. Did you notice to me how bad his play caller has he already checked out to go to FAU? Or are they gonna let the booger eater uh Sarkeesian call the plays next Monday night? What do you think's gonna happen? Well uh, I, look Alabama just went up against possibly the best secondary in college football. So they weren't gonna try and throw on. Um, you know, that Sidney Jones, Budabaker, King, those guys were money last night. So, you know, it, they played a lot of zone. I don't know if a lot of people picked up on that. They were playing, uh, it looked like some cover two and some cover three looks uh, to try to keep Hurts in front of them. Because when you play man-to-man, you might have one guy who can watch Jalen, and we all know his best asset, asset is his legs, and he's going you know, to get he's gonna by you. And the zone, everybody's kind of got their eyes on him. So they, uh, they drop back into some zone. And that did not help them stop the run because uh, they weren't blitzing as much. They were trying to avoid the mismatches, uh, particularly that that early reception O.J. Howard had. If you notice, they tried to limit that. It was just, you know, both Scarborough to the left side. It was really mainly the left side of the offensive line. He ran behind them a big run um, where they just cleared house. Vida Bay played a great game. The, deep, the nose tackle for Washington, he had a great game. Uh, the secondary for Washington had a great game. It's not like Jalen Hurts throw all over him. Washington's defense, easily one of the best in the country. We saw that. Alabama's defense, easily one of I mean, we saw two top five defenses in that game, in my eyes. Uh, Alabama's well, the best defense in the country. Uh, I mean, no about it. sure. But let's, 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 let's go with that. Um, you know, it, you know, you know, Bama – it's funny because they brought it up. They're like, remember the year Florida State won the national title? Their defensive coordinator was Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah, that's the defensive coordinator to Alabama. Florida State had eight touchdowns that year. I'm like, I didn't remember that, but wow, didn't we really? And you think about it, you're like, ah. So Pruitt teaches his boys to be opportunistic. Very smart. And they were. That pick six was the dumbest throw Jet Brown has made in his entire career. And, boy, he'll never make that throw again. That was stupid. As soon as he let go of that ball, I'm like, oh, well, there you go. Bye. Didn't even have to wait for Anderson to uh, throw the uh, running back to the ground. But let me say this. Alabama, have you not been there before? I mean, I really got to know. Have you not been there before? Is, is this not the second year in a row that you're playing for the national title? Am I mistaken? Because y'all played like you ain't never been to a big game before. Y'all played like a bunch of punks. I saw y'all pit, trying to pick fights left and right. I'm sitting here wondering, are they just dirty players or are they just stupid? Is it a mixture of both? You know, what, what's going on here to the fan base of Alabama? Y'all dumb. I mean, seriously, y'all really dumb. 
No one can SEC at the end of that game. Like, the rest of the conference has done anything this bowl season. Anything. And y'all yes. can't I, I pretty, um, Well, I'm, I'm going to hit on that point in a little while about the bowls. And the top teams mm. in the SEC are winning, at least. What, what, LSU one. Who else? I mean, I'm talking about when I say the top, the names, Georgia, Tennessee, That's LSU, right, Georgia Alabama, and you're going to have Florida win tomorrow and Auburn win tomorrow. So, you know, they'll probably end at 7-5 and five going into the championship, I'm thinking. But it's not a great bowl season. I mean, better than the Big Ten. But yeah, if you're Alabama, if you're Alabama, right, you've won, you've been to two in a row, why would you chant SEC? Why would you chant Alabama? I mean, you're giving everybody else credit for it or something. Giving everybody else credit for you being there almost. It's, it's, it is unbelievable. And I, I don't like that. I didn't like it. But I mean, the fans, that's, that's Bama fans for you. Blows my mind. Like, you, let's see, you, you're in the national title this year. You won it last year. You were in the playoff the year before. Your rival made it, right? Who won in 2012? No, they won in 2012. Uh, I mean, guys, what are you, you are the SEC right now. What are you doing chanting that? Don't tell me well, it's because the rest of the conference keeps us tough bullshit. Come on. What are you doing chanting SEC at the end of the game? Honestly. Did you think it was funny? Did you think it was cool? Pitt fans chant ACC at the end of their football games. You know why? Because they're making fun of y'all. Come on, Bama. you got to be better than that. I can't respect the fan base that don't respect itself. Yeah, that'd be, that, that did surprise me a little bit. But let's talk about some of the other great games that went on. We talked about LSU and Louisville. How's the Heisman Trophy winner going to look against a real defense from the SEC? Well, we saw that, Jonathan. Three field goals. Uh, just didn't look too good. The Louisville Cardinals didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They just they just got outclassed. They got outmanned. They got beat down 29-9. to nine. And you know what? Look, and, and I'm just saying this for all these media out there that try to get stuff started. Look, Kentucky, they're supposed to lose. They were underdogs. South Carolina, big underdog. They were supposed to lose. Bandy was supposed to lose. They're always supposed to lose. The only SEC team that lost that shouldn't have was A&M. That's the only team that was a small favorite. They were like a two-point favorite, and they lost to Kansas State, and that's a bad loss. But, you know, you look at the Georgia over TCU, Tennessee, slapping Nebraska around, LSU doing what it did to Louisville. I think Florida and Auburn have a real good chance here, Jonathan, if they play well and win to the as a conference looking at the bowl season. I think it, you can't really say it wasn't a success, especially if Alabama walks away with a national championship. The top-tier teams in the SEC that made their bowl games won. That's what it would mean. The lower-tier teams that were the 6-6 six and six teams like that, the 7-5s, and fives, all lost. So, I mean, you can make a case. I mean, you're right. If you get 12 teams in there, you got more chances to lose and everything. But nobody really expected some of these teams. Like Georgia Tech, Paul Johnson, man, you're going to get killed next year because you're making fun of the SEC East. Like, okay, we beat Dandy, we beat Georgia, we beat Kentucky. Now it's Tennessee's turn. Really? You're really pumped up about playing in the Tax Slayer Bowl and beating a, a lower-tier SEC team in Kentucky. Really? Uh, 
Did Kentucky beat Tennessee? Yeah, they did. I'm talking about next okay. year when you start off the season. That's not going to have anything didn't to Van- do with it. Well, yeah, but didn't Vanderbilt beat Tennessee? Yeah, they did. Okay, okay, just making sure. Like, Paul Johnson's got every right to, to say what he wants because – uh, well, he doesn't. He hasn't been losing to the teams out of the Southeastern Conference lately. Remember that Orange Bowl against Mississippi State? Oof! You want to talk about blowout? Oh, uh, so you know Paul Johnson's yeah. gonna have fun. He, he got he got like another year or two of coaching in him. All right, Steve Spurrier. See, see, you just you just hit one of my buttons. Steve Spurrier do the same thing, and it's funny. Not a. No, and it can't be one or not the other. Steve Spurrier, the SEC guy, saw him and funny. If he beat four ACC teams real good, like, we go go get another one. See, Brian, I got you. I got you. There's your bias. So, I was saying, let Paul Johnson have this fun. Like, what sort of tech got going on? Like, really? It's well, I'm a little too. biased. Of course, I'm, of course I'm a little biased. Of course I'm a little biased. I mean, I, you have to be a little bit. But, I mean, here's the deal. Ah. You beat Kentucky, okay? You just beat Kentucky in a tax slayer who cares bowl. It's the Gator Bowl. You can't say that. You can't say that. It's the Gator Bowl. It's the just because he changed sponsor don't mean it ain't the Gator Bowl. It's the Gator Bowl, Brian. That means something. I mean, (laughs) it's a January. It's a New Year's Day bowl game. It means something, Brian. Let's not disrespect the bowl game that has been a fabric of the. If you're an SEC team, you want to go to the Gator Bowl. Let's not, not come on now. I don't think we've ever. I don't think I've ever played in the Gator Bowl before. I don't think I have. I can't remember unless we played Army there one year. I'm trying to remember the Gator Bowl. The Gator Bowl is that. It's kind of like the Bahamas Bowl in a way to me. That's that's the way I look at it. That's that's where I. Was but, but but the Outback Bowl means something, right? Mm. But the Outback Bowl means uh, something, right? Because Auburn was there in the last like five years. No, I'm saying, you, you, I, I that's like somebody, somebody told me that Sun Bowl don't mean nothing. I'm like, the Sun Bowl been around like 70, 80 years at this point. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think when we played in it, though. I'm trying to think when what? Auburn played in it last. In the Gator Bowl? Yeah, I'm trying to remember when. I thought it was oh, Army oh, or something back in, ni- back in 1990 or something. Oh, hold on. You're going to make me pull this up. Let's see. Yeah, I am. Because, uh, I mean, you, you, you run your mouth. Well, you I don't see Auburn. That's exactly right. Oh, but let's see. I That's see Georgia Tech, Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi State, Florida, Ohio State. I remember that one. Mississippi State, they were ranked. Florida State, West Virginia, Bowden's last game. Nebraska, Clemson was a great game. Uh, West Virginia, Georgia Tech. Oh, see, y'all ain't been part of it since 94, and even then. Let's see, Tennessee, who, who Alabama, play? Florida. Who do we play in 94? Ohio State? Who do we play? Who did you, I don't know who Auburn played. I know in 94, Tennessee and Virginia Tech, who was a top 20 team based off in the Gator Bowl. Well, I'm not, all I'm all, saying all, is Auburn, you, Auburn you ain't been in the Gator good. Bowl since 1974 when they beat number 11 Texas and they were number six. Well, see, that's why I have no respect for that bowl because I've never even watched it or been a part right, of it. Maybe, Aub- maybe Auburn was there a couple times. Like, it ain't, you know, it, well, they were highly ranked. Before so, I was come born. Come on now. Still Before run. I was respect born. Respect the bowl game. Respect the game. I'm not respect. Here's the problem. You, you're going to run your mouth. Like, oh, I'm going to go on. 
beat somebody. I mean, Georgia Tech, I mean, to have a coach, you wouldn't see any kind of coach with any kind of class ever come out and say something like that. Seaford uh, doesn't have class, so I'm not comparing Spurs right. to anybody. I'm just saying – I'm just saying, you you beat Kentucky. You beat Kentucky. Okay, you beat Georgia in a rival game. I just, I don't get it. I, I just, I, I did have a problem with that. Damn right I did. I just got to, I have a problem with any coach that sits there and brings attention, puts down a whole conference and another team that they haven't even played. Well, uh, uh, it's just going to get ugly for them next year. He put down a division that uh, we've been beating on for three years. I'm I'm not a coach. You're not a coach. That's fine. So, he's but we'll see him next year. Open up. He's gonna open up next year with Tennessee and get his ass whipped because he opened that big mouth. That's what's gonna happen. That's what happened. I mean, Tennessee will beat him. You watch just because of those words, those bulletin board mm-hmm. material. And, again, it's a coach that really doesn't have much common sense. He can't win any more than eight games. I mean, the guy's handicapped. What was that when they beat Mississippi State? When they crushed Mississippi State in the Hard Bowl? Yeah, I remember that game. It was uh, Uh tough to prepare for them. But look at them in the ACC, who they lost to this year. Oh no! They play like the ultimate random number generator. All right, well we're going to beat Virginia Tech, but we're going to lose to Miami. Why? I don't know. Like they beat Virginia exactly. Tech. Paul, Let's remember that. So you're they saying do, Paul? So you're saying Paul Johnson's a good coach? I would say he's above average. No, and I would say for somebody who, I mean, for somebody who runs the triple option in a day and age where. There's three teams that run it, and the other two are Army and Navy. I say he's done a good job. Um, I, you know, especially in a program that's not a powerhouse. It's not like Georgia Tech was his great thing when he came in. So I would say he's done uh, an adequate job with, with everything uh, that's been provided to him. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Like, did, did Georgia Tech matter? Did Georgia Tech matter? No. Paul Johnson came in and gave him an identity, and people were like, oh, I know who Georgia Tech is. So, I mean, for him to pick on Tennessee a little bit, I mean, we've been doing it too. So, let any, I mean, you know, you know people been throwing jabs left and right. They just caught him with the microphone inside the neighbor. That's all that happened. Yeah, you think you know Saban what? would say something like that? Damn right. I bet you Saban was. Oh, I bet you Saban was sitting there going, "We gotta play Florida. You gotta be kidding me. This bum team. I'm gonna, somebody gonna get hurt because he's a bunch of bums. It's and it's too it's slow. Different. It's different. It's different. It's different saying it when when you're coaching behind closed doors and saying stuff in the media like that. That's what I'm saying. You can tell he's a coach that's never been there before anywhere because he doesn't know how to handle success. Really, he just gets all giddy and stuff. I think you like to pick and choose and people have fun. And when it's at the SEC's expense, even though it wasn't at Auburn's expense, it's at the SEC East's expense, you got you got offended by it. No, I'd, I'd get offended. Any coach said that about anybody. Honestly, oh, Bob on, Stoops, Bob. he does it all the he does it all the time. Bob Stoops does it all the time. Like Bob He's from the SEC, though. That's the funniest part. Bob Stoops came from Florida. Yeah, but he's an idiot. 
But all I'm saying is, look, you, you, you won the Tax Slayer Bowl. Congrats, congratulations, you won the Tax Slayer Bowl, a game that, that, okay, you beat Kentucky, a team that what they finish six and six, seven and five. Good job, Georgia Tech. You won the game. I predicted you to win the game because you were a favorite in the game. I was pulling for Kentucky because, again, I don't like anything from Georgia. So, but anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out when I see somebody act like they haven't been there before. I'm gonna call it out a little bit. Maybe he hasn't been there before. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. But good job. Just wait. Just wait till that first game next year when he plays Tennessee. If he can back it up, that's good. But most of the time, when people run their mouth, they don't. Just like Jared or Allen from Alabama last night said in the media, Washington, they were a very soft football team, and then he. He reneges on it and says, oh, I didn't say that. Well, yeah, you did. You said it. Now the next time you play Washington, well, he won't be. He'll be in the NFL. But, you know, it's easy to say it when you're on your way out. But but this uh, Paul's got another year left. He's going to be playing. Where's that game being played at anyway? I'm interested. In Atlanta? Uh, Georgia Tech, Tennessee game? Yeah. I, I don't know with Atlanta. Georgia Tech's recent with Georgia Tech's recent history of probably being uh in uh, in Ireland. Uh, hold on. You know what? It does make sense for it to be Atlanta, the uh, the kick the Chick Fil A kickoff uh mm-hmm. game. Let's see. Hold on. It is. It's the Atlanta game. Right? Yeah. No. Well, the Am big, I wrong? The Big Ten. The big. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. I don't want to waste more time on it. Um, the Big Ten has had a pretty bad showing so far in their bowls, man. Some of their top-tier teams have lost Ohio State, Michigan. Penn State's going to lose tomorrow pretty big to USC. Where does the Big Ten go from here? This was the year we, we've been told, Jonathan, that the Big Ten was the best conference in football. We've been told that and told that, and you get in these bowl games. They're not that great. Um what, what what's the excuse? I mean, Wisconsin, you know, that tomorrow I think Western Michigan may beat them. They may actually beat Wisconsin. If that happens, if Penn State and Wisconsin both lose, and Ohio State and Michigan already lost, it's going to be bad for the for the Big Ten. Oh, very, 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 very bad. Uh, I mean, because all right, so you had there, there's people like Tim Brando. Yeah, I'm gonna call you out right now, Brando. You moron. I mean, you, you stupidest. Dude, we talked about this before. You saying dumb things and you checking. Okay? So, you going to tell me the Big Ten is better than the ACC this year. Pitt beat Penn State. Florida State beat Michigan. Clemson beat Ohio State. No, they ain't. And ain't even close. The top two conferences in college football are the ACC and the SEC. No debate. I don't know which Ori. Might as well put the two together uh, in my eyes. But it ain't even close. The Big Ten is third. And it's a distant third at this point. Okay? The Big Ten, if you Penn State was USC, and it was close. It was a great game, let's say. You know what? All right, I'm not going to hold nothing against them. Wisconsin moves to Western Michigan. Personally, I'm not going to hold anything against them because I think Western Michigan is a top ten team. I, 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 you know, but maybe that's just me. Um, but you know what the media is, and if the Big Ten goes 0 for 4 in the New Year's Six bowl games, they ain't getting more than two in 
for the next five years. Mark it down. Don't matter what the circumstance is. They might get a team in the playoff. They'll get their team in the Rose Bowl and be sent home. That'd be it. You can't show up with four teams and go over. That's embarrassing. And everybody knows it. They well, cannot happen. I well, see, it could happen. I see it happening. What is it, like 70 to nothing? The Big Ten's been outscored in the last two playoff games? Uh, 69-0, yes, 38, yep, 29 to nothing. 60, was it 60, what'd you say, 69? Yeah, 38-31. Yep, yep. I mean, you've been out, you've been out, you've been shut out in two playoff games. And again, here's my point. I mean, the Big Ten, why are they in the playoffs? I mean, what did Ohio State do this year? That's the big question I've been asking myself. Why? Why were they protected? When I, when I, before the playoffs, before the SEC championship, Big Ten championship, before all that started, why were they locked in at number two and guaranteed a spot in the playoffs? What'd they do? Beat Oklahoma? Well, congratulations. Oh, yeah, you beat Michigan after the rest cheated them and, and got mm-hmm. you into that got you that win. But, I mean, you just look at them. They don't look good. So, I mean, the playoffs, you look at them, at least Ohio State, when they went a few years ago and won it, they just beat Wisconsin, what, 59 to nothing. So mm-hmm. at least they were hot and looking good and dangerous. This Ohio State team looked terrible. For the mm-hmm. last half of the year, they looked pathetic. I mean, they should have lost three or four ball games. Yes, sir. So Penn State Penn State would have given Clemson a better football game last night, that's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, they lost two games, but they won their conference. They were the hottest team in their conference at that time. They won it. So give them a chance, man. I mean, that matters to me. How you end the season matters how you're going to play in January. I mean, it, it does matter. And, uh, well, and Auburn ended on a I cold mean, note, but they were injured, you know. Auburn ended on a cold note, but they were injured. Now they got those players back. I don't look for them to look like they did against Georgia and Alabama, which they didn't play bad against Alabama, but Ohio State played bad in their last several games. Penn State was on fire in their last several games, and that's why I want to be Penn State in there. They would have been – I guarantee you that have scored at least 14 points last night. They, they wouldn't have beat Clemson, but it would have been something like 27-14. Well, I mean, because if you look at the Big Ten, this is two years in a row where we've debated is the right team in the playoff, and both times they got skunked and lost by five-plus scores. Uh, no, they weren't. Last year, Ohio State should have probably should have been there. The you know, because uh, well, all right. Let me let me put it this way: Michigan State deserved earned the right to be in the playoff last year. They beat Ohio State. They won the conference. Done. They weren't better than Ohio State. They just caught Ohio State on a bad day. This year, Ohio State gets in the playoff, and they look like ass. The last half of the season. <laughs> I mean, ass. Swamp ass. They were terrible. They had no business beating Michigan. They had really had no business beating Michigan State or Northwestern. I mean, that's a team that should have had three losses, no doubt about it, at minimum. Somehow snuck in with only one. Thank you. And, it, and they, beat, they should have beat Penn State. Let's be honest for a second. They should have beat Penn State. They choked. Congratulations. Penn State has won, what, eight games in a row? They're outscoring people 40 to 15 during that stretch. Think about that. I'm going to tell you, the best team in the Big Ten, the best team in the Big Ten is Michigan. As much as I hate to say it, 
the best team resides in Ann Arbor. They they were right. a good enough team, but you know what? We I was saving that for you. What happened Friday night? Quinn Thomas picking Michigan's D's gonna drop in. <laughs> be too much for him. Well, no, Dalvin Cook, like we talked about, was going to be too much for him. Mr. Cook showed up, showed out, left college football the way you're supposed to leave it, with pride, respect, and with that little trophy. I mean, that was a big win for Florida State. That was huge. That'll be, if Auburn wins tomorrow night, that win will be just as big because Florida State had to show up against a team that people thought got robbed and should have been in the playoffs. Florida State showed up, but I don't care if Peppers played or not. Florida State had people out. One defensive player like that doesn't make a, a huge difference. Florida State dominated that game and uh, made the ACC look very good. Florida State, is, is, I mean, they, they're a worthy opponent. See, a lot of people question, okay, why did Florida State get an Orange Bowl? And not Louisville, and like you, you were even doubting maybe Florida State getting in. And like I told you, Florida State's a better football team than Louisville. Yes, they lost that day; it was bad early in the season. But Florida State's a better team. Uh, Louisville gotten in that game; they would have they would have killed uh, Jackson. He would have never gotten loose. But having Florida State's ability to run the football and play defense and play nasty football, as I call it, is the reason they beat Michigan. And Michigan's got a long way to go, but I mean. They do. They want to play big boy football. They couldn't even get past and – and no disrespect to Florida State, they couldn't even get past Florida State, the second team in the ACC, or really the third team, if you look at it. But, I mean, Florida State dominated them, to, in my mind. When I was watching that game, it was never in question. I mean, Michigan got lucky and got that kick returned for two points. kind of made it exciting. But Florida State, when they had to have it, Jonathan, they were there to get it. So congratulations to your Florida State Seminoles and a and a big victory right there in the Orange Bowl. Dalvin Cook should have had a Dalvin Cook's the best player in football. He should have won that Heisman instead of Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, you know how much I love Dalvin, and uh, I will say it was bittersweet watching him do what he did against Michigan because now I know the Bucks have probably no chance of drafting him unless they trade up. <laughs> but, no, I really appreciate Dalvin and everything he's done, and um, I'm glad he played in that bowl game. And I'm also glad that he's that he's leaving for the draft because he's he's done everything that we've asked him. Um, he's been a great representative of the university, and I wish him nothing but success in his career. Uh, hey, ESPN, just to let you know, Michigan, uh, you know, they're more than just peppers, if you couldn't figure that out. And uh, not for nothing, but Michigan's missing. No, and I think having Brian Greasy in the booth had something to do with that, but Steve Levy did himself no favors. Um, Florida State was already (laughs) missing three of their top four safeties going into that game. And then Trey Marshall got ejected. So we had a redshirt freshman and a true freshman playing safety in the fourth quarter. If you want to know why Michigan all of a sudden moved the ball so well, there's your answer, folks, right there. We had a redshirt and a true freshman back there. I want to say thank you to Marcus Walker. You had a great game. You had a great career. Another person who I'm more than happy represented this university, uh, and I wish him success in the pros. Uh, he had a monster game. When, they need, when we needed him to show up, he showed up. No doubt about that. Uh, I'd like to thank all the other seniors, especially uh, Freddie Stevenson and Kermit Whitfield, uh, kickoff return for a touchdown against Auburn. Forever love you for that. 
Uh, Bubba Wilson and Eden. Yeah, the guy fell down. The guy fell down. Yeah, well, he still got to outrun the other ten. So, um, <laughs> but no, I was, I was, I was very proud of the team that fought. Uh, Francois made a stupid throw on that pick six. Um, he was horribly inaccurate. I think he finished like ten for thirty, but he had the two big touchdowns. So uh, that ninety-two yarder, by the way, is an Orange Bowl record. And hello, college football. That's Nyquan Murray. Jimbo, for some reason, didn't play him until Clemson, and he was healthy. Just letting you know now. Um, but, I mean, recruiting momentum, you know, it's like, I, it's like I said. Tell me this bowl game is meaningless. Tell me again. Because Michigan, they took that lead. Their sideline lost it. When, we, when Newney caught that ball, our sideline lost it. It meant something to the players. It meant a lot to the fans. Yeah. That game was not meaningless. I do want to extend my best wishes to Jake Butt. Uh, he was supposed to be late first, early second round uh, selection at tight end. Uh, he did tear his ACL for the second time. Uh, luckily, he does have the loss of, uh, you know, falling down the draft insurance and all that. Uh, but a second ACL tear, boy, that that's terrible. And I, so, I wish him the best. So here's the, here's the argument. So here's here's the deal. We've got players sitting out. We, you know, you see stuff like that, and it makes you kind of rethink it a little bit. But you know what? You can get injured anytime you do anything. And I think he did what was right and played his final game for Michigan right there. And unfortunately, he got hurt. But now all you're going to hear about now in the media are these people. Oh, they, you know, they they should be able to sit out. It's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. I know Sonny Clark would differ with me. He would t- he would say it's okay for them to go to the NFL and get their millions, and I get that, but I think you owe it to your teammates. Football is the biggest team sport there is out there. You won't find a bigger team sport than than football, and I think you owe it to yourself and your teammates and just your character to go out there one last time and play. You know, I, that's just the way I look at it. And it was unfortunate, but got hurt. That was unfortunate, but he'll get better and he'll he'll get. Paid eventually. He got in. He has insurance. But what would you have thought about Dalvin Cook if he had said, "I'm just not going to play. I'm just not going to do it." You thought less of him. I know you would have. I mean, I, well, here's the thing with Dalvin because of his career at Florida State and all the records he has and everything that comes with it. I, I would have been disappointed, but I would have I would have understood it. Um, and again, it's like I told you as the coach in me. I would have said, okay, well, I mean, you weren't going to be here anywhere next anyway here next year anyway, so we're going to get your backups in as soon as we have. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I would have been disappointed, but I would have understood and I would have respected his decision. Now, here's the thing with the Jake Butt injury: one guy should not call, should not set a new trend, and that's something that I've heard. Is that look, three running backs are sitting out, and all reality, one of them was not probably not going to play anyway. They, they kind of, they've been phasing him out of the offense uh, since he got into the fight with the coach. So two guys sat out. Both have been fighting injuries. Um, and I don't think this sets a new trend. I really don't. Because you know what Dalvin Cook did against Michigan? He might have just elevated his stock over Fournette, guys. Let's, let's think about that. You can't run on Michigan this defense, mm-hmm. and he has the game he had. He wanted to elevate his stocks where he could be a top five pick now. Well, I remember I said that the other night. Sonny, are you with us? 
I am. How are you doing, gentlemen? Good. Oh, How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm just sitting listening because I'm not a, a college guru like you two are. The however in that is is that um, what you said about how I would feel about it. I'm actually with you, Tarvin. I think it's I think it's um, a puss way out. I think is what I I would say about these players not playing in the bowls. And not only that, I think I would if I was the college, I would go ahead and figure out a way to find them or make them pay for their scholarship um, and be done with it. I, I, you know, everybody talks about, oh, you got to honor your contract. You got to honor your contract. Let's not forget that that's a contract that they signed with that university. So if they honor that contract, they get their butts out on the football field or you pay for that last year tuition that you decided that, yes, even though it's one game, you decided to punk out your teammates and not show up like you a modern-day punk. And I'm tired of how everybody thinks that this is okay. Whatever happened to dedication to team? And I get and I understand that it's all about that. And I also understand that the colleges are ripping them up, you know, and getting them. I completely get it. But at the same time, if you want them to honor contracts when they get into the NFL, you got to have them honor that damn contract that they signed when they decided that they were going to go to that college. That's a good point. Let's bring on a Skype caller. Uh, you're on Way In Sports. Who's this? Hey, guys. What's up? Uh name's Elwood. calling from Indianapolis. Um, hey, I know this is a little off the topic. I mean, it's football, but it's not college. But, I mean, I listen to you guys' show all the time, and I wanted to see what you guys thought about this. The big rumor flying around Indianapolis is Peyton's coming back, and he's going to be the GM and restructure the whole Colts. And, I mean, I'm like, I was. I mean, I'm so excited. I'm running in circles. Do you think I'm just being silly, or do you think Peyton could get this team whipped into shape in a week? Uh, funny, take this one. I don't think it's a real call. You know, I. Are we, I, yeah, I I'm just I'm just wondering, is this a real call? I haven't heard the rumor, so I'll be honest. I it's didn't know. A local rumor. I, I doubt if you're, if you're not from Indianapolis, you probably. But if you go on the internet and type Peyton Manning coaching Colts Indianapolis, it'll pop up. There'll be tons of stuff, but nothing from outside Indianapolis. I know, I know, Elwood. Elwood, Elwood, you called in before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. First of all, first of all, Peyton Manning's a great football player. I, you know, I don't know what his capabilities of being a, him being the GM. This guy doesn't know anything about GM being the GM. The only thing that I can say is, is, is that Peyton Manning out on the football field, he knows how to make players play. But that's when he was in the game trying to figure out Andrew Luck, trying to make him. So even three-fourths of what Peyton Manning was, or heck, even half of what Peyton Manning was, it, I don't think he's – I don't know. I, I don't know if he's got the capabilities of that. And it's just another thing, I've never even heard a rumor that Peyton Manning was even interested in this unless I completely missed it. You guys can you tell me if I'm wrong. No, you guys, this is totally a local thing. But like I said, if you go on the Internet, it'll you'll be slammed with it if you get Indianapolis area stuff. Yeah. I think he'd be excellent at it because Grixon's terrible. That man's awful. Yeah. Go back to Philly, eat your kimchi, stay. I don't care where he – somebody asked me where I, Pagano's <laughs> going to go, and I said, I don't care as long as it's not in Indiana. I mean, I want the whole 
front office fired. I'm not disgusted with it. We got the best quarterback on planet Earth, and there's nobody protecting him. I mean, we got a 40-year-old, 44-year-old kicker, can't miss. We got a punter. I mean, we got everything, and they can't get anybody to protect luck. I mean, what, I mean it's like, what? I don't know. These, these kids must not have had Legos when they were a kid or something because they can't put anything together. Uh, it, 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 I would say it's more of that defense, though. I mean, you, you do, you got, you have what's going on. Yes, they need a little help on the offensive line. I'm not going to sit there and argue with that. But the reason why they're winning or losing football games is not because of really Andrew Luck. It's because that no. secondary is so god awful. You know, it, 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 it's it, and Luck is amazing, and I think that he is the key for the future success. But you know, you've got to look at Ursay. Ursay's going to have to find the right people to do the right job. Is Peyton Manning a general manager? I don't know. I don't know if he can figure out, you know, who's going to be good on the defensive side, except for the fact that he sits there and reads defenses the whole time that he was in his career. Maybe he is the right kind of guy, but if I'm a football guy, I'm looking at Peyton Manning to be more of a kind of guy that, you know, promotes the NFL, promotes the the uh, Indianapolis Colts more so than finding talent to put out on the football field. I'm not saying the guy don't know how to do it, but I just don't see him in that role, and that might just be me, though. Yeah, because I think he'd be a good fit. I think he's a good person. I think he's a smoother. I think he'd bring a lot of cachet. I think people believe in him. I mean, you know, I mean, whenever he comes in, he still owns his big children's hospital here in town. So when he comes here in town, I mean, people line up. I think he's perfect because, I mean, Grixon was never a right fit for this city, and Pagano's awful. Mm -hmm. I think if he hadn't got cancer, he'd already been gone, but it was kind of hard for the city to get rid of him and the team to get rid of him. You know, oh, I've got cancer, and everybody walking around in their Chuck Song shirts and shaving their heads. And I mean, their tip-off should have been when there was some <laughs> old man on retirement, and they said, hey, Bruce, will you come and just coach a little bit? And they did better than they ever did with Pecan. I mean, that should have been your tip-off, you know. And that's uh, what he did with Arizona. He took them to the Super Bowl, and, you know, coach. and – He's a, he's a darn good coach. Maybe they got the wrong guy in there. No, they, and, but they couldn't know. get rid of Chuck because he just got cured of cancer. So exactly. You know, it's, it's one of those heartstring stories that it's hard to make that tough decision. It's time to get rid of him when he's better. Oh, he's got to go. They, he should have been gone this year. The, the well, club should be in the playoffs. You know, it's it's just I'm banging my head. I mean, they were interviewing people on the street about what they should do with Dungy, and I was like, oh, please talk to me, please talk to me, but they didn't. But I thought, oh, I'll tell them what to do with Dungy. Not Dungy, uh, well, sorry, I've reverted. Pagano, um, I wish Dungy would come back. But, oh, guys, it is. No, no, But you know what, today, the Colts won today, Butler won, the Pacers won, and I'm still miserable. I mean, it's just like, oh. You know, it's just get these teams together. <laughs> Butler needs to be back on number one. Colts need to be back on them. It's just frustrating, you know. I well, get so tired I, of hearing uh, about these yeah, colleges. Build these powerhouses. These My college what? finally got football, so you know I get to, you know, I get to go to alumni games. I'm kind of pumped. So. <laughs> I know twenty. <laughs> 2018, Indiana Wesleyan gets football, so you know finally I get to be an alumnus at a football game before well, I die. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I see Bob Kravitz and uh, Vincent uh, start, started this uh, yesterday, what, on uh, 1070. And uh, it's an interesting idea because Peyton Manning is definitely somebody who I respect the football might. I always thought 
he might go and be a coach, but then I thought about it before and like, God, he, he would hate to be an offensive coach. Um, because he's, he, because of, the game could have so easy. Now, if you're Andrew Locke, it, it would be different. But, if, you know, if he, had a, if he was trying to groom a quarterback, I think he would struggle with it. Uh, just the same way I think Michael Jordan would struggle with the basketball coach. Yeah, you too. Um, now, as a GM, I think it would be a good move. I think Kate Manning's a very smart man, and he understands that you have to build an offensive line and a defense. That's how he's going to succeed. Um, you're right. Grayson's done a terrible job. I mean, when he drafted Warner in the first round, I said, oh, they're going to go for a 3 defense. No, we're going to make Warner a linebacker. That's a I think they idea that they'll make- do it. I think Dungey just makes up plays that don't make – I mean, I'm watching, I'm like – I mean, I've done better stuff on the Madden. I'm, I think Dungey just – Dungey, sorry. Um, <laughs> I can't even hardly say the man's name, Pagano. Pagano, I think he just makes this up. And Grixon, I just think he hires anybody, you know. Do you want to play football? Do y'all got to feel well, like But this well, team, <sighs> you have to look at Pagano and understand he's a defensive coach. He sucks. Well, I don't. I, I don't blame him. Well, and he was very good with the Ravens as a defensive coordinator. Go back. That's why he got the job. Don't don't tell Baltimore they will. Um, Ravens you know, it, suck. It's kind of like Rex Ryan. And I know you guys have your little spit, hey, but don't um, steal. You, Indianapolis is all right because they stole our team. Oops, we stole the team. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I know. I know. I, I wish they'd have took the Orioles that night too. Oh uh, well, that would have been nice, but. If you look at the the Colts, they need an offensive line. There's no doubt about that. They have Anthony Castanazzo and nothing else. Uh, They're the ones who first brought in Goss to Charles for a bunch of money. Trust me, I I understand the Charles pain. I'm a Bucs fan. I had to witness how he got punked by David Irving against the Cowboys. Um, You look at the defense, and they haven't really done anything there. They they think they're going to do something, and they ignore it. And these are almost the same type of things they did before when they had Peyton where I was like, we'll figure out the defense a little later. Then they figured out not a good idea. They drafted Franey. They drafted Mathis. Uh, they had Bob Sanders. You had first round taking Marlon Jackson. I mean, the Colts decided to put some money and something into the defense. We'll, we'll finally get a ring, and they did. I, I get that. Um, but we're, we're looking at the Colts. I think Peyton Manning would be good. The only problem is you have a pill addict and out, uh, or whatever he's doing now as your owner, and he's just going to do whatever Ty's going to tell him to do. Unfortunately. He's an Ursay. They're all nuts. Well, I mean, this is the thing. You know, his father owned the Rams and traded the oh, Rams for the Colts. He did. I mean, let's remember that. I guess in Baltimore, I guess they had his gravestone framed for years. Yeah. Old Ursay's got a big old horseshoe on his grave, though. All right, Elwood. I appreciate you calling in, bud. We're running out of time, so keep keep listening. Join us yeah, anytime you want Twitter to. So we can talk. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, Sonny, you're back in, but Elwood, thanks for joining us. We'll talk about the Colts when they're relevant again in the playoffs, or we'll talk <laughs> about the uh, Butler. But but Elwood's right. The uh, the Colts. I mean, the offensive line's bad, but like Sonny said, that defense is just. God awful. It is. It is it terrible. Is that all that offensive line's as bad as Carolina's right now, watching them play. But at least Carolina's got the defense, I will say that. But uh what were we talking about? Team people laying out uh of bowl games, these players. Sonny agreed with me, Jonathan, on that, which I'm surprised that he agreed with me and everything. But Sonny, what'd you think about your Michigan Wolverines like 
going down in the Orange Bowl like that. The Big Ten has looked terrible in the bowl games this year. I think they're like they're two or six. Yeah, they, they've looked bad. I, I was listening to you guys go and I, there's really nothing different that I can say, more than the fact that the only thing about the Ohio State thing is that if they didn't win the whole thing last year, they wouldn't have been in this year. I believe that. I know I'm not supposed to say, uh, you know, you, 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 you look at just this year's game. I'm telling you, I think it was all about what they were able to do and all the naysayers were against Ohio State last year is the reason why they got in more so than another team, whether depending on whoever I, I think you think it, it was is. ratings. I think it was ratings because they wanted to see Ohio State and Alabama. That's why Ohio State got that three seed to be able to play Clemson. The ratings is all – see, I said it when I started the show. 2016 has been a year of media corruption, not only in politics but college football. And this, this media has jumped on Ohio State. Thank you, Kurt Herbstreet. And, and all your other bandwagon ESPN sitting there talking Ohio State up, Colin Coward and all these guys. And I'm sitting there thinking, am I losing it? Am I losing my my ability to judge football teams? I've never understood why Ohio State was in there. I've never understood why Ohio State was favored three points over Clemson. And I've never understood why people think Urban Meyer is the best coach in college football, Sonny. And I think I'm right on all – all my thoughts now. So I that, that's the reason why I don't listen to him. I listen to a snippet here and there. The reason why I don't listen to mainstream media is because they have that whatever bias that they're looking at. There's no question that that is there. Uh, whether it's uh, you know Colin Cowherd and his uh, major closet love for LeBron James or uh, ESPN, what they want to promote and try to push it, you know, and get down people's throats. That's the reason. I try not to listen to them, and and that's the reason why we do our show. I mean, I I don't sit there and listen to, to, you know, Mike and Mike and decide, oh, yeah, what they're saying is right. I'll go ahead and I'll make my own decision on it without being prompted by the media on what to talk about. Um, it, it is a problem, and but that's the way of the uh, future, whether it be in politics or in uh, major sports. Yep. The media is corrupt, and, and, you know, you don't hear the media talking much about what we do. When Jonathan tells the truth, it may offend me, it may offend you, it may offend everybody out there, but he's telling his, his truth, what he believes his truth is. I'm going to speak my truth. You're going to speak your truth. Do we have some bias in us? Yes, we do, but we don't have an agenda. We don't have something well, that we have to, to throw down your throat, except Jonathan, and he hates Florida. I mean, that's one of the things he'll, he'll tell you, but oh, other than every that, day. I mean, well, let, let me say this. Penn State was not going to get in the playoff as soon as they lost to Michigan. I mean, the Pitt loss is what everybody's pointing to, but it was the Michigan loss that killed them. Um, because they looked at it and said, well, we can't technically put them in ahead of Ohio State, even though they should have. But it also has to do with the Sandusky. If that, if that still wasn't hanging over their head, if people weren't still pointing that and saying, look how terrible of people they are at Penn State, they might have gotten in. But they have a negative public reputation right now. So, of course, that factored into whether or not they were going to get into the playoffs. People don't like Ohio State, but people watch them because there is a, a common belief, and until proven otherwise, I, I would you know gladly listen to any suggestion anybody has, but Urban Meyer is the second-best coach in college football right now. Um, so Some people for, think he's for, the best. 
Those people are idiots. Those people are Colin idiots. Nick Saban is the best though. <laughs> well, Colin Coward is an idiot. Yeah, I, I don't know he also he also said USC should have been in that playoff too. Either. Not Clemson. Hey, the Chargers fired their coach. Their play. Yeah, Who breaking cares? news. San Diego Chargers fired their coach. Man, they can't even wait until Monday to make it interesting. It's Black Monday for a reason. Geez, you couldn't wait another, you know, another six hours. Give me a break. Well, the 49ers fired the GM <laughs> today, so uh, Chip Kelly's next. Uh, bye I bye, mean, bye, bye, Chip yeah. Kelly. Uh, you know, it's uh, coaching. Well, I want to ask you guys something about you know one thing. I had a problem with Clemson last night, and um, and this guy should be suspended for the championship game. So when you grab a guy by his balls like that and try to hurt him, I, I don't have any kind of tolerance for dirty play like that. I understand there's hits after the whistle, but Sonny, when you grab somebody by the private. I mean, maybe he wants to have kids one day. Maybe he'd like to have a family. But you're out there being that dirty. What is Dabo coaching out there at, at Clemson? Wasn't it Clemson that did that? I think it was Clemson. Yeah. It was Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was Clemson. It, uh, the, the only thing is is that I can blame a lot of things on coaching. That's just pure stupidity from the player. I don't think I give that one to coaching more so than, than a player just trying to do whatever he thinks that is necessary to to do what he's got to do in order to make a play or to keep the guy that they can't beat down. And that's what ends up happening, Tarvin. When you can't beat the guy across from you, you make the move. And that move is... <laughs> what happened out on the football field? Um, there's sure one way to stop them, um, but it, that that right there tells you the tale. It tells you that they were beat, and that guy could not stop them. And you know, I didn't see the play. I read about it um, because I was, you know, kind of busy uh, watching. I was watching the um, the uh, the highlights of the game, uh, but I did hear about that and the uproar that it caused. And it should cause uproar because the simple fact of the matter is that. And, and this goes back to my belief that I hate trick plays in football. Just line up and play the freaking game. Okay, you got to get all fancy antsy and you know, oh, you know, and you win the game on a trick play, but you can't beat the guy across the way without doing a trick or you know, just beating them straight down. That's one of the. That's why I don't like it. But you know, I'm a little bit different than most people. Just ask Jonathan. Yeah, you are a little bit different, and that's why we like you, Sonny. That's why we. That's why we like you. You know, Jonathan. They love That's why he is. Jonathan's just a homer. He's a he's a Florida State ACC homer, and uh, I tolerate him. Yeah, but he hates right. Florida, so you got to give him a little credit. Yeah, Miami. You can't but, call me an ACC homer. And he, lo- and he loves Auburn now. And he loves Auburn, so I like him even more. You know, the more. Yeah. You have to because they're 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 what's good about football. They're they're kind of that team. They need to win more. But uh, Sonny, what do you think about Oklahoma and Auburn tomorrow night in the Sugar Bowl? I think Boston it's a waste and of his, and his, his women. I, I think it's a waste of three hours, is what I think. And and I, and I will go. And I heard someone say it. I'm not sure where I heard it. 
you know, this this top four is really taking the fun out of the Bulls because I think we would be in it. I think we, I think I might be interested in this, but I think the the fact that they went to this playoff definitely takes away from the weight of what the Bulls are, have all been about since they started doing this. And I have to admit, I've taken a backseat to you know, I just don't care. And and this one here, who does care? It's not the top four because we're all we're all about finding the championship across this country. I know you care because you, you know your Auburn Tigers are in there, and I get I get the fact why you would care. But the general public, you know, I don't know, Jonathan. I I don't see them. I, I don't see the general public going. Hey, that's a damn game we gotta watch. Uh, well. Uh, here, here's here, here's my thing. So we have a playoff, which creates another bowl game, and it's actually create two more bowl games, um, in, in its own right. And people are like, well, we don't care. Well, did you care when it was just two playing for the national title? Then if you didn't care then, you're not going to care now. You can't tell me that the fact that now with that we have two extra games to decide um, who's going to play for the national title that all of a sudden everything else doesn't care. Those games still matter. Like, I, I love every bowl. How? Well, just, hey. just quick, why does it matter? I mean, because we're, we're in a country that looks at the national championship. It's the most important thing. Who gives a rat's big fat ass about the Outback Bowl or the Motor City Bowl? Who cares about any of these other damn bowls? I mean, I'm sorry. There are, there are too many of them anyway. Watching a 5-5 five and five football team play against a 5-5 five and five football team, you know, yeah. I, Hold yeah, on. I got to get in front Hold of my on. TV for that. <laughs> I got I got I got this then I got this. Why do you watch all of March Madness? Why, why do I watch all of what? March Madness. Why do you watch all well, of that? Why do the well, first two rounds matter? Well, well hold on. March Madness oh wait, wait. March Madness you, you got it you got the Cinderella. What's the what's the big suspense in the five and five football team beating a seven and uh, you know, a seven and whatever a seven and three but who cares? I mean, because uh, we, we got it in there. It, there's no – now, if they figured out the way to get more teams in it to where it's interesting, yeah. But really, there's there's three games that really, you know, are marked that. There's four games total, you know. I, and how many bowls games. are there? 60? How many bowls are there, for God's sake? I mean – Forty. Yeah, but they – so who cares? How how many March Madness games are there before you get to the championship? Okay, I, I, like sixty three. It's within the tournament, though. I, yeah. I, I, I know matter. where you're yeah, going with it. Yeah, but, but why does it matter? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Because that because that team in the March Madness that might be there decides yeah. to be a Cinderella and go up the boards in a five and yeah. five football game in the Outback Bowl. No one gives a rat because it's not part of the top five. That's the reason why no one cares. No, no, no. I, I think that's so. Uh, I think that's so far off. It's not even funny at this point because if nobody cared about bowling, we wouldn't have never had them to begin with. There, 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 there it is. There's a simple fact. You, you don't think the luster of the bowls has gone away with this with this playoff? I think it has, and I think it's been big time. No, because because you're saying they never mattered. That's the thing. You can't tell me that by there being a fourteen playoff that all these other bowl games don't matter. When before it was a one-game playoff, and you still had all these bowl games. 
You can't tell me bowl games don't. You can't tell me the Sugar Bowl and the Orange Bowl and the Rose Bowl have no importance because they don't decide the national champion. They have importance uh, to the I, fan bases, to the teams, to your perception of the team. I get that part, but you're, tra- you can't you're talking tell me about. They don't matter. But the Outback Bowl. Jonathan, it's the Outback Bowl, for God's sake. I mean, who cares? It's not the Fiesta Bowl. It's not the Rose Bowl. It's not the Orange Bowl. It's not It's not the National Championship. Outside of those bowls, does really anybody in this country care about college football at this time of the year unless you have a vested interest in going to the Motor City Bowl? Go look at the ratings, then. Go look at them, and you get back to me. I, maybe, maybe I will. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying I know I don't watch it. Um, I don't watch the Outback Bowl. I don't watch the other, what, you said there were 40? The, the only ones I watch are the top 10, and I think a lot of the country is going that way. Okay. I mean, I, I would say you're wrong because I'm going to tell you again. Go look at the ratings. Florida State Michigan hit a 6.7 on the viewership. Like, why did that game matter? It was number six and number 11. Who cares? Yeah, I, I know why. Right I'm a Michigan fan. I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you, I didn't and, watch and it live, and, 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 I, and didn't, I didn't care. But it set the record for a New Year's Six viewership. It set, the, it set the record. You can't tell me they don't matter. People, you, know, you know what the biggest thing is? When are you going to see college football again? When are you going to see September? You have to wait. Oh, uh, for uh, you know, what? What is it? Eight months before you get called football again? Yeah. Of course it matters. Yeah. But it was the Orange Bowl. See, see, but that, but that bowl makes sense. I'm talking about Motor City Outback Bowl. The Orange Bowl has always been a, a, a bowl. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the top ten bowls I'll watch, but the other thirty? Come on, Jonathan. You're not a, Congratulations. Auburn, 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 You're not Auburn, Oklahoma, I'm going to sleep through. Sorry, I am. I, I, I just, you know, what, what's the use of watching that? And, 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 and I'm going to tell you, check, check the ratings uh, Monday or Tuesday okay. after that Auburn-Oklahoma game. It'll have ratings similar to Florida State-Michigan, probably right right in there, because you've got two two teams that are different in the way they do it, but they're very good. You've got a team that – that's number one in offense, really, against a team that can play defense and can run the ball. But these games do matter, Sonny. I mean, they they do matter. And and if they mattered last, if they mattered five years ago, then they should matter now. People who say they don't matter are college football fans. That's what it is. If you're not a college football fan, you're not going to care. If you're a college football fan, you're going to watch them because you don't get it for another eight months. That's the whole thing. I would watch. I would watch Auburn, Oklahoma, before I would any wild card football game in the NFL. What do you think, Jonathan? I mean, to me, that's more exciting than some wild card game. Florida State, Michigan will have better ratings than Oakland and Houston. Done. Oh, but what is it? You know, neither one of them is going to go to the Super Bowl. So who cares? Why does it matter? Because there's always that chance. There's a, there's always that chance. That's why that's why that's why it goes. To, that's why it really should go out to the eight teams, uh, you know, because people will watch it more. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm I'm probably wrong, and I'll I'll accept that. But I and it's probably just a sunny thing. But I was more interested in the Bulls when they when they were trying to figure out the national championship the other way. I just was. Uh, and the, the changing of it, you know, I, you know, maybe I, 
I, I, I'm definitely not a college fan like you guys are. I'll, I'll put, put it out there, but I watched them before. But this, you know, since they went that way, you know, I don't care about the Outback Bowl. Sonny's, Sonny's talking about Sonny's talking about pre BCS days. He's talking about where where a team to the bowl they were invited to, regarded regardless of what ranking they were, and then Absolutely. you'd have a one rank. You'd have Notre Dame playing somebody ranked twelfth, and then I just didn't like that because you couldn't get a true champion in that way. But this way, you get a true champion, and everybody's not a champion, son. You only get one of them. You only get one champion out of all these teams. So, so there's a lot of games. Teams need to be rewarded. They get gifts. They get other things. And there's a lot of people that are interested in that Sugar Bowl tomorrow night. Not just me. Not just Jonathan. But there's a lot of people. Let's bring Quinn on real quick and get his opinion. Sonny, I'm going to mute you. I'm getting a little feedback real quick. Quinn? Here. How you doing, I'll buddy? I'll say this. I'm doing good. Sonny's not a true college football fan. If he's only interested in the two semifinal games in the national championship and whatever bowl Michigan's playing in, then he's not a true college football fan. Tomorrow night, a lot of people are going to be tuning in. It's probably going to be one of the top viewerships for bowl games. Yeah, I mean, it is. Auburn, Oklahoma, those are two names and two offenses that are elite. And they've got, I mean, there's going to be a lot of scoring involved. There's going to be some defense played, coaches. you got two national championship coaches coaching against each other. And, I mean, I'm not saying it just because I'm an Auburn fan, but this is probably, besides Florida State and Michigan, probably the best matchup of all of them, including the playoffs. I mean, because look at that, Clemson. We knew that was going to destroy Ohio State. We knew Alabama was going to destroy Washington. But you don't know Auburn and Oklahoma what's going to happen. You didn't know what was going to happen with Florida State, Michigan all the way. See, see, Sonny, those games are better than the Final Four. These games are. There's better matchups. There's been some bowl games in the lower tier bowl games that have been great football games. You might not have liked it, but I'm not going to say they're not good bowl games. I, I, I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I, and like I said, I might be out on the limb. But we're talking about the Chick Fil A Bowl, the Heart of Dallas Bowl, the Music City Bowl. Uh, the the Chick Fil A yeah. Bowl was the semifinal. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And that was a bad that was a bad example. I'm sorry, but but the Liberty Bowl, the Holiday Bowl. I mean, I could go on. I mean, as far as I can remember, those like you said, those those forty. Good God, there's forty bowls, and and you know, and, and I'm and I I'll say it. I'm interested in the in the top ten games, and that's it. The rest of them, you know, I don't I, I don't okay. I don't care how LSU does in a bowl game. I mean, get they out, suck. Get out of here, Skip Bayless. <laughs> Get out of here, Skip. You mean you didn't want to? You mean you didn't watch the Popeyes Bahamas Bowl with Old Dominion and Eastern Michigan? I'm sorry. No, I didn't. I am watching. I'm watching the Popeyes game built from the ground in Garland. That's about as much as I want to watch Popeyes. And but I'll go eat there. Sonny, Sonny, Oklahoma Auburn is pretty much a top ten matchup. It's number seven versus number fourteen. Yawn. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I, you're right. Maybe I'm not a college football game, you know, fan as much as you guys. I admitted that. Uh, but uh, to me, it's a yawn. 
Rose Bowl don't matter to Sonny. The Orange Bowl don't matter to Sonny. Only the Rose Bowl. No, no, the Sugar Bowl. Hold on, no. I'm talking about the Manatee Bowl. I'm talking about the Alamo Bowl, the Advocare Bowl. I mean, do we? Can we? I mean, come on, let's get serious here. These those games don't matter. You take the top ten games. And then I'll watch them. Your argument. They Stop got it. the Little Stop Caesars it. Pizza Bowl, for God's sake. No, okay? It's a quick lane bowl now. Oh, okay. I love Little Caesars Pizza. I love Little Caesars Pizza, man. And the most famous Birmingham Bowl. It still doesn't have a sponsor. Uh, the Birmingham that? Bowl. That, that you know the Birmingham Bowl. It, it was, but still, I mean, it's like the hell of a I, 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 like, I like the I like the Fiesta. I, I'm sorry, I like the Fiesta Bowl. I like the Rose Bowl. Oh, I like the Cotton Bowl. I like the Orange Bowl. I like the big main bowls, but Music City Bowl, yawn. The Tennessee and Nebraska. It was a good game. That was a great yawn. Yeah, that, it. Like, like I said, I, I'm not. A, you, you guys are right. How about the Belk Bowl? For God, are they still doing it? The belt the belt 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 and that's why a lot of people like to enjoy them. What is the next time Florida State's going to play in Michigan? I can't tell you. It hasn't played since 1991 when Florida State went up there and whooped some tail and came back south and flexed some muscle. Yeah. Michigan been dodging it's, like it's like Auburn, Oklahoma. It's like Auburn, Oklahoma. They haven't played in, in years and years and years. Auburn, Oklahoma, I don't remember in my lifetime them playing, and I could be wrong. Quinn, when's the last time Auburn, Oklahoma's played? I've always wanted to see that matchup. I'm not sure, but I want to say this to Sonny. Sonny, if you can watch uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars every Sunday, uh, I can't. you can watch some of these college football games. They're better than <laughs> that, that, the that goes right there to show you. I, I can't even watch the Jaguar game. <laughs> Brian, this is the second meeting all time between Auburn and Oklahoma. The only other meeting was 1972. And Auburn won. Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma won that game, didn't they? Yes, they did. Forty to twenty-two. Yeah, they got eight. They got eighty teams playing in bowls this year, and you know, yeah, you know, forty of them had a real good shot. It's an honor. It's, it's just my but, 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 Sonny's saying this. Sonny's saying, here's what I'm hearing him say. Look, the bowl games, the New Year Six game, and the playoff, those interest him because those are good teams, real good football teams. The rest of them, the ones that don't matter. Let's be honest with you, besides Jonathan on here, who watches all these bowl games? I'm not saying Sonny's right in what he's saying, but but I know people didn't watch Wake Forest and Temple maybe, but I know they're going to watch Auburn, Oklahoma. I know they're going to watch Florida State, Michigan. Well, they'll probably I know they're watch that watch, one, yeah. I know they're going to watch LSU-Louisville. I mean, that game yesterday, I know you said the, the Citrus Bowl-LSU, that was a game against uh, a great defense from the SEC against the Heisman Trophy winner. There's story. There's plots in some of these games. You you get to see Lamar Jackson is not really the best player in football. We figured that out again yesterday. But too bad this, this politically correct media and everybody pushed him so hard 
that he won a Heisman Trophy and left out two people that should have been. Allen and Cook should have been in the Heisman ceremony, but they weren't because of the media, of course. But but Sonny's just saying he doesn't like it. But let's move on real quick to, before we go, some NFL football. So tonight's game against Detroit Green Bay is for the division, correct? Yeah. That's correct. So the winner, the winner hosts the playoff game, hosts the wild card round next weekend, correct? Against yeah, the yeah. Giants. Yeah, the winner hosts the Giants, the loser goes to Seattle. Wow. The Packers better win then. I don't know, Sonny. I'll start with you. The Giants are looking more and more like a team that could maybe they could push for the for the NFC championship game. This is a very weak NFC right now, I think. I don't think Dallas is going to make it through. I don't. The Falcons are playing good football, but they're the Falcons. Detroit, Green Bay, yawn. I mean, really, Seattle sucks, 10-5. and I mean, who's going to win this crappy division? Well, it's real simple. I think I think the – the Cowboys or the Atlanta Falcons are going to win the division. I, you know, I like the Lions. You know, uh, we were talking about this this morning. I like the Lions on what they're capable of doing with Matthew Stafford, obviously not making a number one target and finding other people to throw the ball to. That having been said, they dropped the ball a lot in some games that they really should win. I, I, listen, I don't like the the Giants' chances of making the, the uh, championship game uh, in this division. In fact, I think they're quite possibly might be the weakest out of the six that are in there. And, yes, I got a mad hate for Eli Manning, but I got a mad hate for him because the guy d- doesn't, you know, he, yeah, he made two Super Bowls and we can sit there and argue all day long. But the turnover machine this year could cost them, and, and depending on – If it's me, I want to see the Lions play the New York Giants. And so we can put this to bed because I love to see Matthew Stafford beat Eli Manning, and then we can really have something to talk about. That would really be good. And I want to see the Packers and the Seahawks play. That's exactly the way I'd like to see it go out. So, yeah, I'm hoping the Lions win tonight. So I'll get that matchup, and uh, so we'll have something to talk about. But really, the class of the division in reality, you're looking at the top two. The Cowboys, they're they're 13-3, for God's sake. And, you know, Romo goes in and throws one guy, you know, drive, and now all around Dallas, why didn't he play all year long? They're 13-3, and three, for God's sake. That's stupid. But the top funny, two, funny, I think, looking funny. good. Romo, without Romo, Dallas will not touch a Super Bowl, I'm telling you. With Romo, they have a shot to, to win it all. Without him, No, they, they don't. don't. No, they don't. I'm telling you, man. I've been around football a long time, too. There's no rookie. Prescott can't throw the ball down the field. I'm telling he you, he can't stretch to. defenses. He doesn't, doesn't have to. I know he doesn't have to, but he's gonna. But he's going to have to if he's gonna against win. Against might not. He's going to. against New England. Against the Patriots. They got, they're they're gonna, against against the Patriots. I see what Tarvin's saying. They're going to get good. taken out of their game, and he's going to have to throw deep. Is what Tarvin's saying. It and I get exactly what he's saying, but that'll be what it is. If the if the Cowboys get outside of their game, which means they got to run the football, they got to get the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. They need the 50-50, 55-45 on the pass plays compared to the running games. When the Cowboys get away from that, I'm right there with you, Tarvin. I think I agree with you there as far as their chances of winning. But if they stay and do exactly what they've been doing all year long, I, I you know. 
I think they beat, you know, whoever they're going to play in the first round, and I think they're going to be in the the, NFC Championship game. But but the thing is, and that's possible, the NFC Championship game, but we all know their effort in regular season and when the playoffs come. It's just like baseball. You see these teams, all of a sudden they're in a playoff game, and all of a sudden every pitch matters, you know, and – and I think in the playoffs you get this two defenses. There are different strategies. There's different intensity levels. The cream rises to the top. And I just don't think Dallas is just going to waltz through there with a rookie quarterback through a, through the playoffs, especially when they get to the Super Bowl. New England will carve them up and and shut Prescott down. That's what will happen. That's exactly. What of course they will, and that's the reason why. I. I, I think I agree with you there. I don't think anybody's beat New England. Don't matter who's rolling through there. Don't even matter if Tony Romo was the freaking quarterback. And, you know, you know the, I will tell you this. I think I think the Giants are in the Cowboys' head, and I don't think the Giants won. I don't think the Cowboys want the Giants. I think they're, they're this that game right there. They're in their head, and they can sit there and say all the right things, but the the Giants are in the Cowboys' head. And that is not good for the Dallas Cowboys. And I hate teams losing that last game of the regular season too. That doesn't that doesn't look good. But but you look at the other side. Look at how bad the AFC is, guys. You have a what makes me mad is you see the Steelers or the Texans hosting a playoff game over a twelve and four Raiders team. That's sad. I mean, I don't care if you win your division or not. They need to do something about the seeding of these playoffs, Jonathan, because the Houston Texans are the worst team. Yeah, them and the Dolphins, the worst team in the AFC. They don't need to be hosting anything. So Houston hosting a 12-4 and Raiders team, that needs to be changed. I don't care if you win your division or not. They ought to do it by record at the time. You make the playoffs, here's six teams. Now let's seed it appropriately. The Raiders should be hosting the Texans. But all schedules aren't made equal. I mean, I could make the argument because the Raiders and the Texans played each other this year. The Raiders beat them on a neutral site in Mexico. They should host. Sure. Most years, though, the schedules aren't made equal, um, and certain teams get advantages because of the cross divisions they're going to play. Uh, now, the AFC does frustrate me to the point where I'm looking at it and going to too many Steelers at Patriots for uh, the AFC championship game. Like, they're, it's, already, it's already done. Like, you want Pittsburgh's going to go to Kansas City. They're probably going to beat them. I think they will, and they're going to, you know, they're going to be at New England. You're like, well, maybe Pittsburgh can beat them. And here, here's the thing about the playoffs: he who can run the football will win games. If you look at the AFC, the Dolphins can run the ball, but so can the Steelers. The Dolphins beat the Steelers in Miami. Now they get to go play in snow. Matt Moore, no, thank you. Um, and and, and the, the Raiders Texas matchup. Neither team really runs the ball that much. But you know the Raiders are going to focus on it with the backup quarterbacks then. Uh, New England can run the football. LeGarrette wants a very good running back. If you look at the NFC, Detroit can't run it, Green Bay can't run it, and the Giants can't run it. So that leaves you with Seattle, Atlanta, and, and Dallas. And Dallas is the best of them, no doubt about that. Atlanta can run the ball like nobody else, too, uh, when they get grooving. So, you know, I think the NFC is a three-team race. Uh, it's going to come down to, you know, the NFC championship game, Atlanta-Seattle, whoever wins that game. Uh, going to Dallas, that's going to be a big one. And it's not like Dallas has huge home field advantage. It's not like going to Green Bay or going to Seattle or going to New York where you got to deal with weather. I mean, it's, it's, it's a dome. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm thinking, that, you know, you're looking at probably New England, uh, and they're going to face, you know, whoever out of those three NFC teams. I think it's going to be, um, you know, right now either Atlanta or Dallas. 
Uh, I just don't like Seattle's offensive line. Uh, I, I think the secondary is still a little shaken up uh, with the loss of Earl Thomas. Um, you know, we've seen them have some defensive lapses uh, since he's gone down. And uh, I, at this point, I believe that, you know, we, we could have uh, New England-Dallas, which is what everybody's wanted but nobody wants because the fan base is going to be so insufferable. Oh, we're going to get Atlanta and New England where Atlanta gets finally gets back to the Super Bowl and gets a redemption shot, and everybody will probably root for Atlanta to win that game. Um, so it, it, I, th- I think the playoffs have still set up some intrigue and some interest just because of the NFC looking so wide open. So so who's the better passer between Romo and Prescott, Quinn? Um, it, it doesn't matter about the past seasons. It matters the chemistry right now. Who's gotten who's gotten to you. where they are? I'm just asking Dak. you a question. I'm just Dak's gotten I'm just them to where they question. are. Yeah, this regular season football is different than postseason. But it's Tarvin, you're baiting them for something. I mean, because anybody who knows anything about football knows that Tony Romo is the better quarterback. I, we're, we're not going to sit there and well, debate, you know argue that he point. Was. Are we sure he's he is in? now? Are he is sure, now. Yes, he he's hasn't sure. played a full game. I think he is. He's a, he hasn't he's a top a 10 game. quarterback. I think he is. I think Romo's the better quarterback. He's just not the better quarterback yeah. for this football team. I agree, though. Yeah. He'll be a Romo's Jet next gonna, year, so yeah. this is all null and void. Yeah, By the way, just to throw this out there, don't discount the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, I know, I get it, and I know about the quarterback position. I get it, and I hear what everybody's saying. But the Chiefs are twelve and two, and this is a good football team because they don't go outside the scope of what they do. I I I think that this this is I, I think this is a great setup, and I, I Steelers or Raiders I would love to see them, but it's hard to win an Arrowhead, and they haven't had a home playoff game in God knows how long. That place is gonna be rocking. I I I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I got a little love for the Chiefs in this one. I, I let's just say I got a well, little hope that they can do it. But the Steelers went to Kansas City already this year and beat them forty-three to fourteen without Le'Veon Bell. Get it? Understand? I, I I'm right there with you. Two different games though. One's a playoff game. The other one's a regular season yeah. game. Yeah. Oh yeah, Monday night game at home means nothing. Come on. No, Come no, on. I didn't say it didn't mean Come nothing. On. Don't take it to the extreme. I'm just saying that regular this is a season. playoff game. It's a different game. And and if you want to go ahead and make. I, Okay, I'll say it. It's a regular season team game. Who cares? Now, if they would have won that game, they'd be thirteen and three. So, but yeah, I mean, this is the playoff game. This is where the big boys put on their britches and take off their diapers. So we'll see if they can do it. But I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to sound stupid when I'm saying it. Andy Reid is the head, is the coach of the year, and I'm. And this is the reason why. Is because Andy Reid knows his staff, he knows his players, he knows what they can do, and most importantly, he knows what they can't do. And he's not going to make them or hope or say, hey, can you do this for me one time? He's not going to do it. He's not going to take his team outside of what they can do, and that's why they got the opportunity to win. A 12 and, 12 and 4 Kansas City Chiefs football team with Andy Reid leading the way. And listen, I thought Andy Reid, you're going to put him out to pasture. I was completely wrong about that. 
And I'm going to, right now, for my money, I like Andy Reid as the coach of the year. Because, you know, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick, okay? You know, Jason Garrett. Well, I think, and I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. But it's just a want inside me of looking at it. And I think you're right. I think Jack Del Rio will win it. I want Andy Reid to win it. I think he's earned. I think he's earned it more. I mean, look what Jack Del Rio did with Oakland. I mean, we're going to find out. Look what he did with Kansas City. Look what Andy Reid did with Kansas City. It's almost the same thing. Almost. Yeah, but they won like 11 games last year. Like, Oakland won what? Six? I get it. I'm right there with you. I get what you're saying. I just want Andy Reid to win. I think they're looking pretty good. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Kansas City is not a team you take lightly. They're always around, hanging around, and getting that experience. I think it was last year, wasn't it? Or was it? When did they go? I think they went to New England and lost last year in the in the playoffs. So, that's was that right? Yeah, they got smoked. Yeah, but you learn from that, though. You learn and you you move on to the next year and. Here they are with home field advantage until they play New England. And somebody slips up and beats New England in these playoffs, which I don't think can happen. Kansas City will have home field advantage to get to the Super Bowl. So it's always good to have that one or two seed. But I'm telling you guys, there's a difference. Like Sonny said, when you play when you play in the playoffs and you're playing uh, regular season, it's a lot different. And so who's, let's look in the future, Dallas. They'll probably play – who who would we say Seattle? I think that let's just let's pretend right now that Green Bay plays the Giants next week, and Detroit goes to Seattle. Let's pretend that. So if Seattle won that game, they'd be playing Atlanta. They'd be playing Dallas. No, they are the three. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Atlanta and then Green Bay would play if they won their home game. They'd play Dallas. I mean, do you really? Would you favor Dak Prescott, rookie quarterback, at home over Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, I mean, because they've already did it in Lambeau in a meaningless game, but, you know, in the regular season. But yeah, they, they, they the playoff game, when it, yeah, when it matters. Exactly, it's a different game. Yeah. Wasn't well, a meaningless game at the time. Guys. I'm going to tell you this. If Green Bay plays Dallas in the playoffs, Green Bay will beat them because they have the better quarterback. But not That's the better not team. Matter. The, Packers, the Packers' defense isn't that good. I'm and like, they're with him. And that, then that's the main thing. Jonathan's right. If you're not going to run the football and you're the Green Bay Packers, listen, Aaron Rodgers has got a shoulder problem. He's been carrying this team ever since he's taken over at the quarterback position. Okay, so he's got the shoulder he's got the shoulder injury that is going to be for the rest of his season and, or rest of his career unless they decide to shore up that defense and get somebody to help him win football games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Sonny, I'm sorry I missed your show this morning. I didn't get Internet service, and I didn't have sales service because of that until probably about 4 o'clock today. So I wasn't even going to be able to have a show until AT&T got off their ass and put my own six-hour Internet. So, it's uh, all good. Sorry I missed your show this morning. Sorry I missed your no, show it was this fun. morning. But we'll be back. 
We'll be back probably Wednesday to Wednesday to discuss the meaningless games tomorrow. Quinn, who are you talking to? Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my mom and my grandpa. I'm in Florida still. Tell them I said hello. Tell them I said hello. Uh, they say hello. T- t- tell your granddad to get me some of those good tickets. They always get you. <laughs> Yo, Western Michigan is going to be in right, tomorrow. Anybody disagree? Oh yeah, we got we got to pick them real quick. We got to pick these games real quick. I forgot. Iowa, Florida starts out with the Outback Bowl. Florida favored three. I'm going to take Florida over Iowa after watching the Big Ten in the bowl season. Iowa, when who do you have? Iowa, Sonny? I don't have my couch potato quarter because I don't care about the game. Uh, Wisconsin, West, I'm going to pick Florida. Western, Western Michigan, Wisconsin, I'm going to go with Wisconsin until Western Michigan proves otherwise. Wisconsin. Western Michigan, keep rowing the boat, keep rowing the boat, row the boat. I'm going yeah. Wisconsin in a close game. Western uh, Michigan here's my blowout of the day. Here's my, here's my blowout of the day, USC over Penn State, Jonathan. Who do you like? Go Penn State. Well, USC big, but I'll be rooting for Penn State. Yeah. I, but I, I, I think I'm agreeing with you on the Penn State deal. I like I like Penn State. I like, I like USC. Auburn, Auburn, Oklahoma. I'm going with Auburn by two scores. Quinn, what do you like? Auburn. Jonathan? Oklahoma, I'm kidding. Auburn. Big, big. Yeah, Auburn should win that game really bad. Hey, and for your sake, I hope they do so they don't make us sound really bad and make us look bad on the prediction, but I think I'm right there with you. I've been watching Auburn games because of Brian Tarvin. Well, thank you. See, I'm promoting Auburn (laughs) worldwide. So, got a lot of Auburn fans out there. But, guys... Guys, enjoy it. Uh, we'll, we'll make our predictions for the national championships game as well, either Wednesday or Sunday. We'll probably let it go to Sunday. Right now, Alabama's a seven-point favorite in that game. So, everybody take care. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you Wednesday. God hey, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.